With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I am Eric Stockland. The return of. The return of. You weren't here last I'm happy. week. Did you miss me? I did. So this week you're doing it all by yourself. Okay, fine. Good luck. Goodbye. Have fun. I, you know, I listened to your um, your My solo pod- episode. I know. I can't believe I did that. Did anyone Becoming listen last a, week? Becoming a solo artist. And I thought it was great. Oh, thank Although you. Although you did talk a lot about how you wished I was there. I did wish you were there because yeah, I like I go on tangents and I like talk about things I probably shouldn't and I just am a hot mess. And I, don't know. I listened to it on a long drive and I was like talking. I was like talking to the radio. Were you? Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. Well, I it's was, not the radio. I was chiming in. How old am I? The radio. Um, to the podcast. That's funny. Car I, app. I'm so curious. Well, everyone had lots of questions for you last week. So when you're ready for oh. your own solo episode. Just ask me them right now. No, I'd rather hear you do it all alone. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how I would do that. I don't think that's possible. He, for he me. told me the fact, yesterday or the day before. He's like, I will never do that alone. And well, I was like, You're going to. I'm gonna yeah. make you. I wonder, as um, you get more and more incapacitated with yeah. this pregnancy, if that will is inevitable. But I can't do what you do, where you just you can just talk, man. You can I just know. Talk. I sure can. To no one for <laughs> over an hour, like, and it's effortless. I Me, Why I would just I like freeze. That? Well, I've had a lot of practice. I've been doing it for too long, just talking to, it's not to no one in my mind. Like, I know I'm talking mm-hmm. to all these people. So it's like, it doesn't feel like I'm talking to myself. Sure, but if I were to do it alone, I would literally be talking to no one. No one would want to hear that. I would want to hear. I think everyone would be way more interested in that than in me. Are you kidding? Uh, no. Yes. Um, hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Welcome so to last Relax, week, episode 32. Last week, I was all alone. And this week, I'm not all alone. I have my beautiful... Did I say beautiful? You said beautiful. I don't know. I'm, I'm out of it. My beautiful husband, Eric, is here. Thank and you. we have a very fun episode for you guys. Eric has a game set up that I'm going to fail at miserably, I'm assuming. I'm not very good at games, but you said you had a game and I was like, well, oh I God, noticed, I'm screwed I noticed already. during the ad reads how good you were at spelling. So I wanted to, to <laughs> oh, see no. if you could spell what I believe to be some of your favorite words. Oh God. And I wonder okay. if you even know how to spell I, them. I, I'm confident that I don't know well, how to spell we'll them. We'll see how that goes later on. Um, but we have lots of fun stuff we're talking about later. And first, though, we have to start off every episode with the wonderful question, who needs to relax this week? And since I did the episode all alone last week, mm-hmm. you're going first. That's fine. That's okay. fair. Fair okay. enough. Um, uh, I, how, do I, how, how to begin? Want to go on a journey with me? With yes. This? I'm very tired. Same. I'm, I am exhausted. Same. Um, which is kind of daunting because we haven't actually had the twins yet. Yeah. And I'm already so, you know, when we were first pregnant with Flynn, everyone would say like the first thing everyone said when they found out you were going to become a new parent 
was get your sleep now, get your rest now. You're going to need it. Get Which, your rest can I, now. Can I interrupt get your rest you really now. quickly? Uh, I expect you to. This is, <laughs> this is our podcast. Um, I, as a pregnant person, hate when people say that. Sure. Yeah. I hated because it then too. That is the last thing you're able to do when you're pregnant. One of the biggest symptoms is like insomnia, restless legs at night, anxiety. Um, you're in pain. Like last night I woke up three different times from hip pain. Like I was like crying in bed, mm -hmm. like from hip pain last night. So it's like, yeah, that sounds great. I would love like it's like if you go like I'm tired and someone goes, you should take a nap. Right. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. I know they mean well, but like um, anyway, yes. It's the number one piece that. of yeah. advice that people, of people give you. Is that like how exhausted you're going to be once the baby comes. So like get all of this theoretical rest now. Right. Which didn't seem possible then, but now seems absolutely impossible. Oh, it's impossible. Because we have a, a, a two-year-old who's the amount of energy that consists <laughs> in this little human is it could power a New York subway train. You know what I yeah. mean? He has a lot of energy. Um, you, um, as I like to call it, have, have been riding the bench a bit mm -hmm. as far as things go. Understandable. You're growing two humans. I can't move. <laughs> you're, you're pretty hobbled. You're on the, I know. you're on the DL. Um, DL. On the DL? What does that mean? Is that, what, is that what I meant to say? I don't know. What's on the DL? Like, yeah, I guess that's the thing. People go like, keep it on the DL. Yeah, you're not on the download. Though. Oh, that's download. The, that's oh, what that's that what means. I, I never knew what that meant. I was trying to think of a sports term that means like you're essentially deactivated for physical Yeah, I don't know. How injury. I describe it is, is it feels like, you know, cartoons when there's like, a power like electricity like board thing and they have a big handle that's like they power says down. on and off mm -hmm. and when they go i'm like yeah flip it off and it's like sparks fly out of it that's how what i feel happened to my body oh that's a good way of describing Someone it was it's like very, i'm turning her off it's pretty visual and sparks happened that just ruined the entire all the equipment i'm loving broken. this as a visual person i totally <laughs> understand how, I how you feel now um but so in any case people said that when we were first pregnant with Flynn and now we have him. And so I, it's, it's just a lot. I'm already very tired. Mm -hmm. I'm already ex exhausted. So uh, help me when, when we have twins, but I, I, effectively I feel like you'll be back kind of too. So it might mm -hmm. even be easier. Cause I'll, you'll, well, that's how I felt after when, your recovery. When we had Flynn, I felt like once Flynn came, I was like, Everyone says having a newborn is way harder than pregnancy. But for me, pregnancy was way harder than having a newborn. Now, I don't know about twins and mm -hmm. a toddler at the same time. Like, I feel like that might be harder than pregnancy. <laughs> um, but I remember saying that being like this. It was very hard having a newborn. Like, there's no sleep. You're, I was breastfeeding. I was sure. stitches and pain. And, it and was now awful. there will be two. And now there will be two. But I remember thinking like. This is so much easier. Easier for, yeah. For me. For you. Yeah. For you, not so much. For me, um, an adjustment. Yeah. So I don't know. Twin, yeah, it's very overwhelming. We just got to take it one day at a time. Right. But who, so, who needs to relax? I know. Though? So like I said, take a journey with me <laughs> okay. as I as I get to this. So what I've been trying to do is just think of any little, little shortcut to like um, relaxing or, or getting any rest that I can try. Like- there are power naps involved in this, but I've been looking for little shortcuts. Like how can I get any rest when I can get it? Cause it's, cause it's in such limited supply and I mm -hmm. need it to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why society mm -hmm. has taught me, had never had taught me not to do this thing and not, and never taught me that this was even possible uh, as, as a, as a man. I'm um, not to gender this, but I'm, what I'm getting at is I've discovered the fountain 
Oh, that's good. The fountain of youth for me. What, where are you going with this? Is peeing sitting down. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I love this. Why, Why did you say this needs to relax? I'm not, really happy not, about this. Not in public, but at home. Yeah. Hey, you got to pee, which I do often. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Sit down. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Sit down when you pee. I'm happy about this decision. Well, it's, it's like uh, I've added years to my life, I feel like, discovering yeah. in the past month. I can just sit down to pee. It's going to be so much cleaner in the bathroom. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, there's going to be some splatter, splicker splats, you know, like it's just going to happen. Well, thanks for taking the opportunity to <laughs> embarrass you. Embarrass me. Um, <laughs> as I was already you. talking about how I'm so tired at this point that I've decided to sit down to pee. Yeah. I don't know why society teaches guys they have to I don't stand think it's uh, considered masculine. It's so why? That's so weird. I don't know. Like, is it because girls have to sit to pee kind of? So it's like. This is not something I'm going to do in a, in a public restroom or in the woods, but when I'm in my own home. Take a seat. Like, I feel like the bathroom is the only place where I can close the door. Yeah. And like have a moment. Mm -hmm. And when I'm going to stand up to pee, no, I'm going to sit down. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Relax a little bit. So this, this, that's what this podcast is all about. Well, I, I appreciate this decision. Um, Um, but yeah, the fountain of youth, maybe, maybe, uh, this might save me. Mm-hmm. I think I've found the thing. The That's little, the thing. The little pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like this close to to death, but sitting down to pee has uh, revitalized. I me. like it. Um, just so you guys know, listening to Eric's pee adventures. Not peeing right now. Well, you're sitting. Who knows? Yeah. You could be. <laughs> um, we might have to take a lot of breaks during this podcast. One, because I'm very pregnant, but also because my sister-in-law is pregnant. And we are on call, ready to go to her house and like help out while they're at the hospital. So every time my phone buzzes or rings, um, you might see me checking it or answering it. And a quick. We are very of- much on call to so go uh, help them. I am currently checking um, to make sure, oh, this is an issue that I need to fix. Hold on one second. All is clear. My sister-in-law is not currently in labor. I don't know that I, I was done this. talking about being sitting Oh, you down. can keep talking about it. Why? Wasn't this brought to my attention earlier? That you could pee sitting down? I feel robbed. Well, can I tell you something? I feel cheated. My mom taught, my family was like, boys have to sit down to pee. I didn't, I thought it was like not normal to stand up to pee. Because she didn't like the mess. She didn't like the splatters of Mm. the peas. And so she was like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. Because she's, you know, potty training two little boys and they're peeing standing up and it's getting everywhere. And she was just like, which that is true. I have babies at lots of tiny potty training boys. We have a potty training little boy and like the pee kind of goes everywhere. They don't know how to aim it. And it's, you know, I still don't. I know you don't. Decades. <laughs> I know. <laughs> decades of, uh, of practice. And it's still, it's still like 50, 50, you know, it, it, it never bothered me. I never, I was just kind of like, uh, eh, you know, have you ever life. peed standing up? I have, but for girls, it's a lot different. It's a lot. It just, go on. I mean, it's not a, it's not like a stream that you can aim. Well, how would like, you describe it? It's a a sprinkler that's got some rust going on, and so it's like <laughs> a misty explosion oh. spray every direction, but mostly oh. running down legs. Oh, okay. So it's not like, um, unless it's a really, like you had to be really bad, then it can be a steady stream, but you can't aim it. And you certainly can't just stand up straight like a guy can. Like you got to kind of do like a standing squat toward mm-hmm. sort of thing. Certainly people can do it. Can people, what do you mean? People can, 
like people with female parts can stand. Right. Yes. And pee with aim. I don't know. Somebody's got to be able to. Well, in public restrooms, like a lot of girls, me included, like kind of hover over the toilet seat. And, the hover. Okay. And still, sometimes it's kind of messy because it's like really hard to do. I feel so, like I've. What is this podcast now? Um, well, I had to like hover. Have you ever had to hover? Number two. No, I've what never. What did you just gasp well, about? Now I'm gasping at that. Wait, hover number two. <laughs> yeah, you I don't think I've ever had to have her number two. That's wild. <laughs> I don't think. No, not in like an air, like an airport or something. You're like, I can't. No part of me can touch this. This has to be a full hover scenario. I think in those scenarios, I put on like, I've killed multiple trees amount of toilet paper on the toilet seat. You need to like brace yourself. Like there's like a cushion. You need like a backboard. I've never needed a backboard to poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a backboard. You've never hovered, hovered toot? No, I've never hovered tude. I like, <laughs> I, I put a bunch of toilet paper on the toilet seat, but I, I will tell you I'm very nauseous today. So like, I'm actually starting to get a little why, gag Why did town. you gasp before? Because I realized something. So girls, a lot of girls or people with female anatomy um, have to hover in a seated position to pee in public places. Like, or we choose to because they're disgusting. We don't want to sit down in public restrooms. And there's this one exercise. I remember it was like a trend like a year ago or something like that, where it was like showing off how girls can do this seated position exercise, like up against a wall where you're like sitting, like you're Mm -hmm. in a seat, but your back's up against a wall. And for men, it's really hard to do for men. And for women, it's like nothing. And I'm just not realizing, is this because since a young age, we have been training those muscles in yeah. sitting position over toilets because we don't like spread our legs around the toilet and do it. Like we sit, we sit in a hovered position, a hover one, a hover one. Yeah. Not a hover two. I mean, that's adventurous. <laughs> a hover one. So I'm like, is that why women can do that exercise and men cannot do it as well? Uh, maybe. Yeah. That's very interesting to me. It's all because of urine. It's all because of peeing in public places. Probably not. It's probably because of our like body structure or something, but like, Still, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well. So who who needs to relax? Is people telling I, men to peeing, stand to pee? Peeing standing up. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If there's there's somebody listening to this that feels that society has has told them that they have to stand up to pee. Like, uh, try sitting down. Yeah. Give it a shot. It's changed my life. Wow. That's a big deal. It's changed your life. <laughs> oh my God. That's intense. I can't believe you've never hovered toed. I've never hovered toed. I'm sorry. Never? Like in I the wood, really like in like a camping to, trip? I've only been camping with you and my only- That'd be more of a squat. It'd be less of a hover. Yeah. No, I've never That doesn't count. You're not, you're not, what are you hovering Have you, over? Do you leaves? do this often? You hover too often? I've hovered too. <laughs> do you like count it on, the, on one hand how many times I've- but multiple times you've hovered. Ever been in like a really gross bathroom, but like things yeah. are happening, um, and like you don't. I mean, who has time to build a, a toilet fort with all the paper? Uh, me. Yeah, I'm not going to hover too. That could end disastrously. I feel. Anyway, um, you know what? This is a great time to transition into our first sponsor. I think. Yeah. Who's the lucky? Who's the wonderful sponsor of our <laughs> podcast that gets that as a lead in? Let me tell you. Okay. It's beta brand, love. Of course. Of course it is. Getting back into your work routine, but not loving the uncomfortable work clothes you used to wear. Mm-hmm. Beta brand has the pants you never realized you needed. Ultra comfortable dress yoga 
pants. This is my dream. So your routine can now include clothes with professional style and comfort. Guys, this is like the best thing that's ever happened to humanity. You loved when they humanity. wanted to sponsor this podcast. I was so excited. Yeah, I was like, yes, please. This is amazing. Because... I just, I only want to live in comfortable clothes. I'm currently wearing pajama pants right now. Like uh, jeans, get out of here. Give me some yoga pants. Right. And if I can look like a fancy lady wearing yoga pants, I don't have to put on actual clothes. Get out of here. That's you. I need it. Beta Brand's dress yoga pants, yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like professional dress pants. How many times did I just say pants? If you say yoga pants one more time, I think they just appear. (laughs) They're so amazingly soft and stretchy and absolutely effortless. You just throw a pair on at a cute top and you'll be set with style and comfort for your workday. There are tons of different styles to choose from, like straight leg, skinny, cropped, bootleg, and more, and colors from classic black to fun prints like houndstooth, and they even come in denim styles. I have the skinny leg style because that's just my jam. I always go to the skinny leg pants, even though apparently I'm so chuggy and out of style these days, they say, because, um, yeah, they say millennials should not have side parts and skinny jeans, but they're yoga pants. So like are those can be skinny, right? I, th- I think, yeah, by definition. Yeah. Yoga. P- Unless I guess there are flowy yoga clothes. Totally. Of course there are. And they're very In that adorable. Case, go with the boot cut. Um, you know, maybe next time I get some, I'll go with the boot cut. Love. Okay. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are perfect for whatever you need to get done that day. Whether you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, me, working with kids, me, and bending and kneeling all day. Well, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> or maybe you're a photographer and you need to squat to get that perfect shot. Whatever the case, you're going to look good and feel great doing it. See, squatting. Get that squatting position. You can get practice in these yoga pants. What we were talking about earlier. It applies. Oh, yeah. These pants are made of wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabrics. They look good all day and even travel well. Plus, they're machine washable and don't need to be ironed. And the best part is this is the best. Do you know what the best part is? Because this is like the best part for me. It's like something I talk about very often. Freaking me out. They have pockets. Oh, come on. What's the point of yoga pants if they don't have pockets, love? That's the best part. We're talking comfort and function. No more fake pockets that are sewn shut. Oh, those drive me freaking crazy. These pants are designed for real women who need real pockets. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. You understand, Beta Brand. Okay? Fake pockets? Are you serious? You don't know about this? On your pants? Are you kidding? Like a women- pocket? On women's pants, it's just a, like what they put. They make it look like there's a pocket there, but then they sew it. There's nothing there. This is very common in women women's pants. It's insane. That would drive me crazy. Oh, it makes me so angry. New colors, patterns, and styles are coming out all the time, so be sure to keep an eye out for limited time new releases because they sell out fast. While you're there, make sure to check out Beta Brand's ultra-flattering tops, skirts, dresses, and more. The dress pant yoga pants are just the tip of the iceberg. So, right now, our listeners can get 30% off their Beta Brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash relax. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash relax for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show too. Find out why women are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash relax for 30% off today. Uh, did, did you hear my spelling? I did hear your spelling during that ad read. This is why I think you're such an amazing speller. So what's this game of spelling? Because now I'm nervous. I'm actually a really bad speller, like very bad speller. 
So I'm excited to know what this game is. Uh, this game is just, these are of late Colleen Ballinger buzzwords, things you love to talk about. Okay. What do you think they have to do with? Well, I don't know, because if they're things I love to talk about, then um, I don't know, because I'm assuming this is going to be about pregnancy and would, my yeah, symptoms. Yeah, you would assume, right, yeah. But I don't love talking about it. I'm actually sick of talking about it. Just oh. what I'm going through. It seems to me like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll stop there. <laughs> uh, okay. What are these words? These are your, these are your favorite words. And I just wondered, uh, the, the script's National Spelling Bee was a few weeks ago. So okay. we're a little bit late, but it made me think I, I, when you say all these things, I wonder if you can spell them. Okay. I can't. But let's it'd be try. fun for me. And then, you know. Are you a good speller? Uh, no, terrible. I'm really I, bad at spelling. Yeah. So I don't think. I could spell any of these words. I know I can. In fact, no, I, I, I wrote are. them in, an, uh, in a note on my phone and half the time it would be like no replacement found because that was that far off. And oh I would have God. to then like copy and paste okay, from somewhere. Okay, let's, let's hear. But you love talking about hemorrhoids. Oh, like hemorrhoids. I will try, but this one's really bad. Can you use hemorrhoids in a sentence? First of all, we need to figure out some new wording for you, my dear, because I don't love to talk about hemorrhoids, nor do I love hemorrhoids. I actually okay. hate hemorrhoids. They oh. are so extremely painful and they come with pregnancy, which is really fun. Oh, I just um, thought you liked them because you're always talking about them. No. You are going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Can you use it in a sentence? I have hemorrhoids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about them a lot. There is medication for them littered <laughs> around our toilet. I can't wait to tell people. When you have hemorrhoids, oh, okay. you'll love that. But I, I mean, not that I'm embarrassed by it. I tell everyone I have hemorrhoids. Colleen because Ballinger, it's your word is oh, hemorrhoids. H E M. I think it's R R H O I D S. Uh, yeah, you forgot a letter. I think you were onto it, but you just forgot to say one of the letters. Is it? Try again. H E M. E R R H O I D S O R H E M. Oh, hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Oh, <laughs> I was pretty close. I got the two R's and the H. Uh huh. But I got it wrong. I didn't know it was hemorrhoids. Mm -hmm. I it was hemorrhoids. Hmm. They're not fun. They're not fun. I don't recommend hemorrhoids, nor do I love them. But let's find out what else my husband thinks. Okay, I let's love. we'll keep going. You're over one, but you're pretty close. That closer, was close. closer than uh, I thought you'd be, and closer than I was when I was making this note. Yeah, well, there you go, uh, Colleen. As you know, as your body produces more progesterone. Oh, please don't make me spell that word. Could you? I could. I could not. To support your pregnancy, progesterone relaxes muscles in your body. This includes the muscles in your intestine. Mm-hmm. Uh, slower moving intestine muscles mean that your digestion slows down and that allows gas to build up. Is mm -hmm. this explaining uh -huh. a lot? And constipation. Uh, which in turn leads to bloating, burping, and flatulence. Flatulence? It's like, is, we're talking about your gas, love. Mm -hmm. You got it. Mm -hmm. It is shocking sometimes, the frequency yeah. and sounds. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say the sounds are more shocking than the frequency because that's always been a big part of my life is flatulence. Uh-huh. I'd say we still flatulate <laughs> the same amount as each other. Colleen Ballinger, your word is flatulence. Um, mine just made crazy noises now. It's like my butthole's talking. Mm -hmm. Anyway, flatulence. 
<laughs> was that way, your, was that you using it in a sentence? <laughs> nobody uses the word flatulence. I know that's why I thought it'd be funny. I was like, oh, he's gonna do progesterone. Oh, he's gonna do constipation. I I, I didn't know what relaxing. I didn't know what word. And when you went flatulence, that was very it was a plot twist. Well, I mean, maybe those others are on the list. Oh God. Okay, flatulence. F L A T. U L A N C E. Ah, ah. Is that right? No. Is it E-N-C-E? Yeah. Really? Flatulence. Huh, that makes sense. That's how you say it. Sorry, you did not get that one correct. Well. You're pretty close. But in the world of spelling competition, you have to be... Correct. Like, correct. Exact. Do you know there's a musical about a spelling bee and it's amazing? <laughs> I do, yeah. They did it at Circle show. and Square. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway. Mucus plug. Mm-hmm. Not the punk band from the 80s mucus plug that you're all thinking of. The ska punk band mucus plug. Is that a thing? It should have been. Ugh. I don't, I was making that up, but if I, if I could go back in time to the eighties and had a ska punk band, I would mm. call it mucus plug. We talk about this a lot recently. Mm-hmm. It's uh, to me. Watch your language, sir. A beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> Spell mucus plug. That's easy. Oh wait, is it? Um, M-U-C-U-S space. P-L-U-G. Yeah, good job. Mucus you got plug. one. I got ding, one. Ding, well, ding, it's ding, easy. Ding. It's just mucus plug. I know, but By why? By the way, it's for our listeners, those... not everyone knows what a mucus plug is. I feel like you need it. Now, now the question not is- Not everyone knows what a Now I'm okay. going back to Eric. What is a mucus plug? Please define <laughs> mucus plug. Because I feel like part of the spelling bee is like you get to ask for oh. the definition. Uh, mu- country, so you say plug? country of origin. Mm-hmm. Country of origin. La- Latin. Okay. <laughs> And what, give me the definition of mucus plugs, please, uh, sir. Two mucus plug. Two mucus plug? Yeah, it is, a, <laughs> it is a dance frequently used um, mm-hmm. to country. How about this? Did her mucus plug came out mm-hmm. and that let her know that her baby was probably coming soon. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about this. <laughs> Just wanted you to spell the word. I thought it was a good one because as I wrote it, I was like, muckus. Muckus plug? It's one of those words where when you look at it, it's spelled. Muckus. Like mucus looks like muckus. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things my brain did. Mucus plug is uh, something, like you said, when it comes out. That baby's probably coming soon, but it doesn't mean coming right away. My mucus plug didn't come out till like my water, my water broke. Again, came out at the same time. I just wanted you to spell it. I don't know. And how some people, their mucus plug can... happens and then like <clears throat> it'll be a week later, a few days later. Like sometimes it takes a long time. That mucus plug go. comes out. Now everybody knows it what a mucus time. plug is. Great. Title of the episode. Let's just call it that. All right. Mucus plug. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, next one. Diarrhea. Oh, come on. Clean Ballinger, your word is diarrhea. You frequently have this. I have a book called My Diarrhea. A book title inspired by this word. Can you spell? D. Oh, do I need to put in a sentence? Sure. That'd be helpful. Um, (laughs) this This Taco Bell will certainly give me diarrhea. That's good. Okay. <laughs> D-I-A. It's so hard for me because like I'm bad at seeing things in my brain. I need to like write it out. D-I-A. Um, D-I-A-R. <laughs> I know how to spell this one. This is like an easy one for me. I think it's D-I-A-R-R-H-E-A. That is correct. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you to the book I published. The E is replaced with an I. My, it's my diarrhea and my uh-huh. the book, but. Um, it's hard for me. It's the same as if you ask me to spell self help or say that I have to think really hard because I have a book called self health mm-hmm. and I still say those words wrong. Yeah. 
And same with diarrhea and diarrhea, uh, diary. And uh, yeah, I have a hard time with those because I purposefully spelled them wrong. So now it's hard for me to remember which is wrong, and which is right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that diarrhea. makes sense. Next one. Uh, that happens for me now since being aware of your book. Also, I have not talked about diarrhea this pregnancy because I have not had it once. And it's okay I would, that I was in the middle of a sentence. You just started screaming at me well, about because, diarrhea. That's well, okay. I'm just, I'm a little upset because you said these are words that I talk about a lot and I love, but I have not had diarrhea once this pregnancy. I am so constipated. I'm so sorry. I know. It's awful. Anyway, what were you saying? I don't know anymore. Something, <laughs> <laughs> something else. All right. You got that one. So I think you're, I don't know. You got a couple wrong. You got a couple right. Okay. Maybe maybe my brother Chris can be keeping keeping score and doing something with this. Um, uh, When you are pregnant, you have to frequently go to an OBGYN. Mm -hmm. (laughs) OBGYN. I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) So good at spelling. We actually have to um, probably cut this episode in half because we have to go to one Mm -hmm. today. Uh, I wondered if you knew what OBGYN stood for and then if you could spell it. Oh, that's embarrassing. I don't think I do. Um, I really don't think I know what it stands for. What does it stand for? It stands for obstetrician don't make gynecologist. Spell Can you spell? Wait. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, there's an O, there's a B, there's a oh, G, there's right, a Y, right, there's right, an right, N right, hidden right, in there. Right, right, right. Obviously, it makes sense. Whoever was like, hey, I'm an obstetrician gynecologist. Can we think of something cooler that we can say? And they were like, OBGYN. Oh, yeah. Can you spell it? Colleen Ballinger, your word is obstetrician gynecologist. The whole thing? That's two words. It's your your two words are obstetrician gynecologist. I know that I have no idea how to spell obstetrician. Can you say it again? Obstetrician gynecologist. Obstetrician. B G Y N Obstetrician O B Oh God O B S T Obst I really don't know O T Obstot R I C I N That was so wrong I don't know You just got one letter wrong though You're pretty close Now just spell gynecologist G-Y-N-O-C-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. It's G-Y-N-E, not G-O-N-O. Okay. It's weird because you all call him gyno. Yeah. Right? Don't, is that something you would say? Yeah, gyno. Anyway. No, it'd be gyny. It's gyny? That's kind of cuter. <laughs> I wish we said, I'm going to the gyny today. Sorry, you did not get that one correct. That's fine. That I, was a tough was, one, though. Mm-hmm. Much harder than muckus plug. Yeah, that was not, I knew I wouldn't get that one. What's the next one? Um, that, should we just do one more? You can do a couple more. I, I was going to say congestion or constipation. Are those ones you could fire off? Are those ones I could fart off? Fart off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, honestly. Fart off. Sometimes I think I've got lips down there like when I toot. <laughs> Don't put that in. What? Censor that. <laughs> Blur, beep that. Oh, come on. Get out of here. Okay, what what are the, constipation? Yeah. C-O-N-S, see, it's hard. I really wish I could, if I could write it, I'd be so fast. C-O-N-S-T-I-P-A-T-I-O-N. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Got it. Congestion. C-O-N-G-E-S-T-I-O-N. That is correct. Thank you. Okay, so this is the tiebreaker. This is to win the game. Your okay. last word. Mm-hmm. 
Colleen, mm-hmm. what kind of twins are you having? Die-die twins. What does that stand for? Diagnostic I can't pronounce it. I literally can't say it. In in the video <laughs> announcing that we were having twins, I was like, people ask what kind of twins we're having, and I tried to say it, I couldn't. Di- dichorionic diamniotic. Dichorionic. Diamniotic. Let's do one at a time. Dichorionic. Dichorionic diamniotic twins. D I C dichorionic. D I C. I feel like medical things are usually C-H if there's a mm-hmm. D-I-C-H-O-R. Eonic. I-O-N-I-C. Yes. 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 Dichorionic. What was the second word? Diamniotic. D-I-A-M-N-O-N-I-C. Diamniotic. I don't know. I, I think you lost wrong. the thread there. You were, no, you're so close. D I. D I A M N E O Yotic E O I don't you can't T-I-C. cheat I lost you cheat I'm not cheating Yay. okay you know what that was re- that's that was really I can't good. even it's you're you're right it's like it's impossible, it's impossible to even to, say yeah it is it makes sense hard. why again I did pretty good though all these uh, terms but, love you know who else is doing pretty good. Our next sponsor. Uh, We're so excited for this next sponsor. If you guys have been listening to us for a while, you've heard us talk about Helix mattresses. We have ooh. a Helix mattress, which we love so much. And if you love Helix. Did you mean just go, ooh? Yeah, that was an I, intense ooh sound. That's what, that? that's what Helix makes them do. I know, it was like compulsive. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. We love our Helix mattress. And we also love our amazing furniture that we got from off. Yeah, they're not making furniture. Yeah, they're I like, know. We were making cozy mattresses. Let's make some yeah. cozy furniture. It's amazing. We're so excited to tell you that Helix has left the bedroom and started making sofas. They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're already making the best sofas in the game. So we love our all form. It's in our bedroom. It's beautiful and it looks so high end. It feels so high end. It's like yeah, fancy they were kind and of cool. One and uh, I put it together myself. Really easy to um, yeah. assemble. It's amazing. We it love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's comfy to sit in. It also holds so much of your clothes. I know. So much of your laundry. <laughs> it's incredible how much of your laundry that That's this chair can true. hold. It's currently covered in my laundry. Is Two loads of laundry. This thing can handle it. Hey. Laundry's laundry deserves um, luxury too, love. My folded it's, laundry. It looks really luxury. good on that chair that I can't sit on now. I know. Well, anyway, someone's upset because his all form <laughs> sofa chair is covered. But let me tell you a little bit about a little bit about them, guys. For starters, it's the easiest way you can customize a sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. You get to pick the fabric, which is spill, stain, and scratch resistant, which is great for us. The sofa color, the color of the legs, sofa size, and the shape to make sure it's perfect for you and your home. They've got armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. So there's something for everyone. And you can always start small and buy more seats later on if you want your all-form sofa to grow and change with you when you move. All form sofas are delivered directly to your home with fast free shipping. In the past, if you wanted to order a sofa, it could take weeks or even months to arrive, which has happened to us before. And it was misery. I literally waited four months for a couch once. I think it was longer than that. It was awful. And you would need someone to come in and assemble it in your house. And all form takes just three to seven days to arrive in the mail. And you can assemble it yourself in a few minutes. Like Eric said, no tools needed. 
So we have an all form like chair. It's like a really awesome. Yeah, it's like a sofa, sofa chair. chair. It's yeah. really fancy and really nice. And it's, like you said, it's currently covered in my clothes. Tons of your clothes. I know. I'm sorry. I got to fix that. It's just like it's a lot of work to like put them in the closet, you know. It's, and they're, they're I understand. I totally they deserve get it. some luxury chair time. Fair enough. You know, you've had it. You're hogging it. My clothes are feeling left been out there for two weeks. Oh, come on. Well, it looks really nice in our room, even it when it's co- covered in my even clothes. Even covered in your clothes. It's, very, it's the first thing you see when you walk in our room. It's like this fancy, beautiful chair. It's beautiful. We love it. If getting a sofa without trying it in a store sounds a little risky, you don't need to worry. You get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it. That's more than three months, which is how long it took me to get a couch once. <laughs> Um, longer than that. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund. They can even offer a forever warranty, literally forever. I've never even heard of a forever warranty. That's pretty amazing. To find your perfect mm-hmm. sofa, check out allform.com slash RCE, which stands for relax, Colleen and Eric. Again, that is allform.com slash RCE. And Allform is offering a 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash RCE. Check it out. Um, okay. So I have a little fun thing I want to do with you right now. If that's cool. Nothing crazy. It's fun. It's just combo. You know, it's a podcast. We're just going to talk. Oh, okay. Like we always do. Um, so last week when I was all by my lonesome, uh-huh. I read weird laws in California and yeah, I found it extremely interesting, but I was a little annoyed that I didn't know the backstory of these things and how they came to be. Okay. And I also was like sad. I didn't have you to bounce this stuff off of. So today I have a list of weird laws that are just in Los Angeles, not all of California, just weird laws oh. we have here. And I have some of the backstories of them. Right, that would be help. The backstory would be helpful. Right. Sure. So um, let's go through. And I don't know how accurate these are. This website could be very accurate, but these could be lies. I, but I think they're real. Um, in L.A., this is a law. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It is prohibited to wear zoot suits. You know what a zoot suit is? Yeah. Like the high-waisted, wide-legged, tight-cuffed trousers, long coat. Yeah, from um, like swingers. Yeah. Yeah. So following the Zoot Suit riots, a series of race-related conflicts um, took place in 1943. Los Angeles City Council banned Zoot Suits, and it's still a law. Isn't that crazy? It's kind yeah. Of interesting. I remember you said in the last podcast when you were talking about yourself, like how hard it is to undo a law. But I you, think. I just, I just said that. I don't even know if that's true. Oh, I thought you were went to law school. Well, I did. Um, but. But, but yeah, it's, it seems to me that, that it wouldn't be that relevant today. Yeah, isn't that weird? There's weirder ones. No one's going to enforce that. This one's really that's weird. That's like your style these days. Because I'm sure it's not violence affiliated. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. One of the strange laws in California states it's illegal for a balloon to fly more than five feet high. Which I feel like every day I see balloon flying higher mm-hmm. than five feet in the air. I've always felt that that's very dangerous. Like a balloon with a balloon? helium. Have you ever like just let one go and just... I, I find it very satisfying. It's one of those like... um. When you let a balloon go in the air? Yeah. What are those things? A balloon? What's that called when it's like, oh, it's just visually satisfying? I feel like there's lots of memes where it's just like when you just look at something, it's like very visually satisfying. I don't satisfying. know what the name it's is like, for that, but I know what you're talking about. Um, like I've, I always like when I was a kid, like letting a balloon go and just watching it forever as it floats higher mm-hmm. and higher and higher. Like that was very like satisfying. And now I realize it's horrible for the, the environment. The environment. And also probably dangerous um, for us considering we live relatively close to a airport. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Would that I don't be think a hazard? I don't think balloons are going to make an airplane crash. 
Can they do stuff if they like get into like wires, like electric wires? I don't, I feel like a huge like, you know, 747's engine and propellers would just destroy a string. I would like to think so. I don't think it would like. You hear things about like preventive. birds can like do bad things to plants. Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, can you tell me why? I can't. That one doesn't have an explanation. <laughs> They're talking about like flying five, like up into the air, like five feet. Like you can't have a string of a balloon longer than five feet. Oh, okay. Like five feet is very short. That's shorter than me. Like that's as high as you can fly a balloon in, in Los Angeles. Yes. That's really weird because no one does. Everyone's higher than that. I'm just thinking about that movie Up. And this one affects us. Be based this law, LA. we're going to get arrested probably. Okay. This one affects us greatly. If you're a parent of two children in Los Angeles, tough luck. You can't bathe two babies in the same bathwater at the same time in L.A. When, when was that law? I don't have any information on that one. I wonder if it was based off of some like. Pandemic. Pandemic. Like, I don't know. Like why it must be. It must be for health sanitary reasons. Right. They didn't want. Like, I guess. But it must have been a lot of sick kids because of. But I always bathed with my siblings like when I was really, really, really little. Right. Yeah. You know? same. And yeah. of course, the twins are going to bathe to, like what we're going to. I feel like everybody has that like baby picture of themselves when they were like one or two years old and it's like them and their cousins mm-hmm. or like siblings in the bath together. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't do that? Well, For apparently it's illegal here. So don't tell anyone if we do it. Um, Los Angeles takes bathing seriously. There's more than one law related to bathing. For instance, if you bathe in someone else's bath water, it's considered an illegal act in L.A. Crazy. I wouldn't, I don't think I would do that. I well, wait. yeah, I wouldn't do that either. But if like, you like, we're like, I'm going to take a bath. And I was like, all right, uh, leave the water. Well, there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when you're done, but don't, but don't gross. drain it. That's kind of, yeah, that's like, understand. but should it be illegal? I don't know if it should be illegal, but well, like, I, yeah, I think that it's hard to get like a, a, even a local bill passed into the law. I, I would assume that like, well, also, what was someone's like, someone had to like, someone did homework for that and like wrote, wrote a law. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, it's, it's also seems the opposite of a law that we should have in California because we're in a drought and our water supply is running out quickly. Yeah. Pretty soon so, they're going to say, hey, you guys got to use the same bathwater. Well, I remember during the first drought when I, that since I was alive, um, being really little and having to um, we couldn't fill the bath. We filled like a tiny bucket and we had to bathe in a bucket in the shower. Yeah, they're talking now about how there might be mandatory water restrictions. It probably in, should be. California. Well, not doing great. Um, all right. Though this should go without saying, you cannot hold a bullfight in your backyard in L.A. So don't do that, love. Okay. Bullfighting, man. And this one I mentioned last Controversial. week. Moth hunting is illegal here. Um, yeah, I don't see that. You know, you've done a lot of things. You ever been to a bullfight? Absolutely yeah, not. I don't Have think you? I could, no, of course not. No, I mean. No, I've been to like, when that. I was really little, I remember going to a rodeo once, which I don't think I would do now. Yeah, it's not um, the same thing. No, not no, not at all. I'm saying that's like the closest thing I've been to that yeah. is like a rodeo where like they like I, I remember being really young and seeing like a clown or a man or something in the middle of like a big dirt area and like a bull coming out and chasing him or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember much of it. I was very, very little. Um, anyway, that is not bullfighting at all. <laughs> Which is the closest thing. Nice anecdote. Okay. Anyway, next one. Toads are not for licking. Did you know this? Toads are not for licking. Is that, are you just saying that or is that a law? <laughs> <laughs> After scientists discovered toads may have poisonous skin, it became illegal to lick a toad in Los Angeles. I think there was like, am I crazy that people at one point were like licking toads to like get, get high? 
I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds like some, if, if their skin is poisonous, maybe it made you like, I feel like there was, I feel like not in any of like my social circles or life. I don't know. I just remember like hearing about it in pop culture that people used to, to lick toads because it would get them, get them all silly. I've never heard of this. I believe it. So maybe that's why, why else would you lick a toad? Yeah, I don't. I, I Why don't would know. you look at toad? Well, kissing a toad, like, you know, because it turns into a prince is like an old That's like, why you fairy think people tale. Are... Well, kids might, like, little girls might be like, I'm going to kiss this toad. So I'm they're like, like, we need a law to stop these kids from kissing these toads? Well, there's poison toads? on it and it's hurting people. You know yeah, what I'm can't saying? can't you just tell them it's poisonous? Don't do that. Well, yeah, but they're not, they wanted a law. All right. Until 2012. So I guess this isn't a law anymore. It was illegal to throw your frisbee after the lifeguard specifically asked you not to do so. In fact, if a lifeguard had clearly asked you to stop throwing a football frisbee or another beach toy for safety reasons, you'd be fined up to $1,000 if you failed to comply. $1,000? What kind of authority does a lifeguard have? Is a, is, a, is a lifeguard, like, think about this. Is a lifeguard a law enforcement official? Apparently. Because they're always yelling at you. They can yell at strangers and tell them what to do and blow a whistle at them. And scream it. You ever been screamed at by a lifeguard? It's very embarrassing. No, I have like not. In a pool or at the beach? No, I'm a if, rule if, follower. There's no reason well, to yell at me. Well, sometimes by accident, like you go out too far or like, or, or maybe like there's, I don't know, some sort of current situation or something. But when like you're, when you're singled out by a lifeguard blowing his whistle at you in public, it's like, it's very, it's very like embarrassing. I have not experienced But I've always been like, why, why did we all, why do we all listen to, to lifeguards? Like, because they're trying to keep you safe. I know, but I'm just, but like, as if, but as if like, well, we're going to get yelled at, we're going to get in trouble, but like, what can they, can they arrest you? Can a lifeguard arrest you? I don't know, but they is can it like find a park, you, Is it like a park ranger can yell at you? A lifeguard can yell at you? I have no idea what the I, rules are. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the profession and, and like, thank you for like saving lots of lives. I know that I did some lifeguard training. I had did? friends that were lifeguards. Yeah. Huh. Um, I have to tell you, I, I saved, uh, two kids, three kids from drowning in the ocean once. Uh, you've told friends. me this story, but you have not told the podcast this story. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, well, I did, I did boy scouts when I was very little and there was like a lifeguard thing and I did training in it or whatever. So I know how to like do the carry or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a tangent. I, I just want, I just wondered like why they're blowing whistles at everyone and yelling at them. And now they're because making laws. Because it's their job love. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. We appreciate all you lifeguard listeners. Um, some of these I read last week, so I'm skipping them. Uh, thinking of skateboarding in a library, love? Think again. It's illegal to skateboard or rollerblade in a courthouse or library in LA. Yeah. If them, yeah. Skateboarding is like illegal pretty much everywhere, it seems. Really? Yeah. It's, it's. I don't know anything about skateboarding. My husband does, but. Yeah. You ever notice on like bent, like public benches and stuff like that, there's like metal brackets oh, everywhere. Oh, is that for you? I so thought you can't was... grind, man. I thought that was. You can't do a board slide or a grind. I thought that was to be mean to homeless people. There are that... some that are that, but it also some to prevent you from hmm. doing a fakey kickflip nose grind. Well, hey, what do you know? <laughs> okay. Here's a good one. It's forbidden by law to ride your bicycle through a swimming pool. So don't do it, love. I won't. Fine. Um, don't report so fast. It's illegal in Los Angeles to report a motel with a cockroach problem to the postal service. Mm-hmm. It's illegal. Wait, because the postal service is a... it to the postal service. I th- again, all of these are uh, that you find. I feel like are going to be really old laws that just for whatever reason 
that no one would ever enforce, but for whatever reason still exist. And the Postal Service used to be, um, it's like a federal agency. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there now. Mm-hmm. But it used to be a federal agency. So like when like during prohibition and stuff like that, federal um, like prohibition agents would set up shop in post office like mm. around the country, things like that. It's, yeah. So it makes sense that like in, maybe if in a small town like Los Angeles, they wouldn't have a police station. So like you would report things to the post office. I don't know. That's so weird. I'm uh, not smart. So I could be making all that You're up. very smart. Okay. Only a couple more. Dog owners in the city of Glendale should be aware of the following Los Angeles law. It's illegal for owners or caretakers to take their dogs into an elevator in an office building. Unless it's a service dog. Okay. Fine. Wasn't planning on it. Yeah, I'm not going to take my dog in an elevator. I know, but why is it a law? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what any of these are. It's It, yeah. it used to be illegal to drive more than 2,000 sheep down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. What's, why is this... Oh well, my god! Right. You're, what are you obsessed with, like laws now? No, like I why just, are we? You just talked about I this just, in the last episode, and now we're talking about it, like I don't know. Do you want me to stop? I'm sorry. Oh my no. goodness! I didn't know Eric was so no, offended I, by I just weird didn't laws. Know you, were, you just, I feel like you're. It's like you're a new obsession. All of a sudden, it's weird no, laws. No, I just, I, I liked talking about it last week, and but I was sad that you weren't there to talk about it with. I'm sorry, I chose oh. such a horrible topic. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find one more since Eric hates this, and now I'm stressed, and I feel like I need to end it. So. Uh, let me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> let me find one more. Okay, I'm just gonna leave on this one because it's really weird. Sure. It's illegal to have a pinball machine in your house in El Monte. Additionally, mock horse racing games are not allowed. Mock horse racing games? Yeah, like pinball what does that machines? mean? I don't know. Mock horse racing, like pretending to be on a horse and like like a kid, like pretending to like be in a horse race. That's illegal. Mock horse racing games. I don't. I don't understand this law. I don't. Well, I, I feel don't like there was any a craze. Them, really. There was a certain decade or whatever. There was a craze for people to have pinball machines and things in their homes. A lot of people have pinball machines in their homes, but why? Like would, why would it be 70s. illegal? Um, I don't. Maybe they were like maybe in El Monte. It was like driving the arcades out of business that people could have them in their home. Why do I have to justify all these laws? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, certainly but, no one is enforcing any of these, right? I don't know. Maybe they are. I'm I'm a rule follower, so I'm going to follow the rules and I'm going to abide by these laws. No more balloons with strings longer than five feet. Party City is going to get shut down. This is the all strings of balloons are longer than five feet. Are they? Five feet is pretty long for a balloon yeah, string. Yeah, of course. No, they're not longer than that. That's pretty long, love. I don't know. I think they're longer than that. I don't um, think so. But you know what? We need to take a little break because it's time to say thank you to our next sponsor. Oh, okay. Hello, Fresh, lovey. Hello. Hello, Fresh. Fresh. What a wonderful sponsor. We love Hello, Fresh. We're so excited to chat with you guys about Hello, Fresh today. Fall is busy. Am I right? It sure is. School's starting back up. You got to pick out a pumpkin. There's lots of important things to be done. What are we going to be for Halloween? <laughs> I know. So oh many things. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but listen up. HelloFresh recipes save time. You'd otherwise spend meal planning, shopping, and I'm chopping. So you can get back to what matters. Probably our least favorite thing to do. Honestly, we do. We love to cook. But, like, the worst part about cooking is, like, figuring out what you're going to freaking eat. And also... Going grocery shopping for all the things? Come on. Get out of here. The, the least favorite words you ever say to me are, what do you want for dinner? I know. I don't want to have to decide. No. I want it planned for me. It, well, HelloFresh does it for you. Boot. I know. It's amazing. We love HelloFresh. And also, the more pregnant I get, the harder it gets 
to one, decide what we're going to eat, but two, to cook dinner. I can barely stand for more than 10 minutes at this point. So um, it's nice to like start the HelloFresh dinners with Eric and let him finish. <laughs> not, that I'm a, not that I'm a bad cook. It's no, just, you're uh, an amazing cook. No, It's all laid out for me there. Yeah, it's really, really wonderful. So also- follow instructions. Another great thing about HelloFresh, which we know is you get a better value. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than shopping at grocery stores with pre-portioned ingredients that ensure you won't spend money on excess food that ends up going in the trash. That's something that's so frustrating. Sometimes you just need like- it's like a pinch of cilantro in a recipe or something. You have to buy a whole bushel you go to and then just store, rots buy in your cilantro fridge. And it's like nine dollars, and it's, it rots in your and fridge. It rots. Come on, get out of here. I agree, love. I'm on your side. I know. So yeah, we love HelloFresh. It's also great for us for like a date night if we've realized we haven't had time to hang out or talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to have a date night where it's like all the rules and regulations and instructions are just laid out for you. There's no arguing of what's going to go in this dish. Not that we ever argue about that. Yeah, what? <laughs> I just don't but, say anything. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to win those arguments. No, but it is nice. The only argument we have really is like, what are we going to have for dinner? And mm. this eliminates that. It's like a date night is decided for you. Here's what you're going to cook. You take instruction number two. I take instruction number three. Let's get to it. Let's it's a fun activity. It's, it's, a, really fun. it's a food puzzle, if you will. There you go. It's really nice. And it, like I said, it's nice now that I am basically a useless human since I'm growing two humans. Well, that's not and you true are, entirely. <laughs> and you are so busy and so exhausted from doing so much work, um, you know, taking over for two human adults. You know what I'm saying? It's a good thing to have around the house. We we love HelloFresh. So, you guys, if you want to check it out, go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Relax and use code 14Relax for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. That is what a, what a deal. HelloFresh.com <laughs> slash 14Relax. Use code 14Relax for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping guys you will love it this is america's number one meal kit so check it's it out 14 free meals yeah you reading that right including free shipping oh my goodness check it out all right so if you are just listening to the podcast um you might not know but if you're watching you might notice that we look really more tired now than we did <laughs> we took a bit of a, a hiatus <laughs> because we had a doctor's appointment and i had to put flynn to bed and um we you know just did family things family things as you do like uh get curbside pickup for cheeseburgers and eat them in your minivan yeah it was a great great fun <laughs> while watching palm patrol in your minivan <laughs> but uh we had a great doctor's appointment our doctor's appointments always feel like like we we left we left the office and Eric looks at me and goes, that was a nice therapy session because <laughs> <laughs> our doctor is so wonderful at like um, just making sure all of our needs are met and all of my concerns she, are heard. There's no way she has time to listen. She to has this. no idea who I am. There's no way. I don't think she does. Whoa. Humble, what? humble much. What? She has no idea how I. No, I I'm saying she. Said that was no, so I, grand. Oh, that's not what I mean at all. I mean, like. Our doctor, my OBGYN, does not know that what Miranda sings is. I'm saying no. it in the opposite of humble. Like, there's no well, way she happened, would know who I that's am. That's happened before. Um, but she seems like um, someone who doesn't own a television. I feel like she told right. us that she doesn't own she or said watch she doesn't television. Watch anything. Yeah, and she has lots of like industry um, patients, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know anything about 
their careers. Yeah. She just is uh, is someone that is obsessed with being a caretaker. Yeah. And a uh, wonderful doctor. Mm-hmm. She's a healer. She's mm-hmm. a part of a community of healers, as she would say. Um, and our obstetrician gynecologist sessions are more like um, life coaching, sessions. life coaching sessions, yeah. TED talks. Uh, I feel like she's almost always trying to make us cry. Us cry. <laughs> and it's strange for me because I am just the. Um, I am part of the team, as she says, but I am just the husband. I'm just there. You're not just the husband. I'm I'm mostly there to like support. I go to when I go to these doctors' appointments, but um, I, this didn't happen the last time, certainly. Uh, but during these appointments, she, you know, we're talking about you and your health and the baby's health and uh, um, your symptoms and how to better mediate those. Uh, and then always at a certain point, then she'll turn her focus to me mm-hmm. and be like, "And Eric, how are you doing?" And he tries just, to give a surface level answer first, by the way, he always tries to give us. And she's like, but how are you? But yeah, but really yeah. And I'll be doing? like, oh, great. You know, great. Doing, doing good. This, that, and she's going, you know, this time, but she's like, no, but how are you doing? And I feel like <laughs> the, the, the direct eye contact and the question and the, the sincerity, the caring mm-hmm. behind it. I almost always want mm-hmm. to immediately burst into tears. I and I feel like once, one time I almost totally mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, but I think that was when it first caught me off guard. And mm-hmm. now I'm like expecting it. I'm like, please don't talk about me. Why do you want what, You know what I mean? And it was, yeah, it was like a, it was like a, a couples therapy, mm-hmm. life coaching, which was great. No, yeah, she's great. When, when you're in the mood for it or, or like, even if you don't think you're in the mood for it, it's always like, um, I always get something out of it. It's always nice. Yeah. She's lovely. And she does the same for, she'll go through all my physical symptoms first. Like that's what she does first. She has a checklist of all my physical symptoms and every appointment mm-hmm. there are things added to that list. And then it's a long list. she tells me the things that she thinks can help. And then she asks about my anxiety. If I'm feeling sad, how I'm doing. And then she coaches me and she asks Eric, how is she doing? Like for real, like you can tell me, you know, <laughs> and, like, and then she, and it's every time she switches to like emotions, I'm like choking back tears. I'm like holding them back. And then she gets to you. And it's so sweet that she's like, make, she's like, you guys are a team. You have to be in this together. You both need to be healthy. You know, you both are doing this marathon together. You, you both have to stay healthy and strong. She's just such a sweetie. So we kind of had a doctor's appointment and couples therapy today. Yeah, I mean, two for one. Like, She's what, is, wonderful. what is steel? Like, <laughs> worth, <laughs> worth the price of admission. Yeah. Um, but not what you expect at these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that made it not like couples therapy was the fact that our two year old was there play, throwing cars all over the room and screaming, Time to go. Let's get in the car. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was like, over it after Eric's tearing up and Flynn is screaming, Dana, let's go in the car. <laughs> well, yeah, no, the same time that conversation was happening, I was also having to, to be like method acting, be a helicopter yeah. that he had found in a toy chest in her office. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever in your life, this, it's something that's really funny to me when we go there, because I remember this from my childhood, but. In, in doctor's offices, there are toys for children, mm-hmm. like toy chests, toy thing. You know what I mean? There's like, there's toys for kids to play with. If you go to a, do- a dentist's office, doctor's office, there's always like a little things to keep kids yeah. occupied. And they are always, and this is like in a clinical like setting, you know, this is a, a doctor setting. 
they are always the dirtiest toys oh, you've yeah. ever seen in your life. Disgusting. They are sooted. They are yeah. they're greasy. They're, they're, they're the dirtiest C- toys crusty. you've ever seen. They've they're not hygienic. No. Whatsoever. No, they always look really gross. Right? For you yeah. too? Oh, when you yeah. went to the doctor when you were a kid? Or like, and even like a still, daycare? Fun, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, for I just sure. had the most amount of spit in my life just instantly. <laughs> <laughs> you ever go to like a daycare and like uh, when you were a kid and the toys were just filthy. I don't know. Where were they? Even? It's it's like they had like a production team, like be like, oh, we need these toys to look dirtier. Can you like paint these toys? Yeah. Like, can you distress them to look as filthy as they possibly right. can? That's these toys that he was yeah, playing with. That. You know, while we were there, Eric stole. He stole from our doctor. Pocketed. He pocketed, and I don't think it was from our doctor, which is why I think it was stealing. Because there's, there's just a jar in the hot in the there's in a the jar hallway. in the hallway of lollipops, and he stole two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this, and I wanted to have this conversation with you, but the doctor came in. Is it he stealing stole- if there's like just an open? Riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Open, like I think it used to be a fish bowl, mm-hmm. just filled with dumb dumb lollipops. I think. I, I mean, I would ask permission, but that's, I'm also scared of getting in trouble all the time. Uh-huh. You? You live on the edge a little bit more, love. Well, I just, I openly took two, but knowing that I didn't want anyone to see me. Right. But I didn't like do it in any kind of shady um, fashion. But also I knew that I was going to about to have like an hour long doctor's appointment in a, in a small room. With a two year old with like serious things happening with a two-year-old. So I was like, I had also brought like a toy that was in my mm-hmm. pocket, like a, like an unboxed toy in my pocket, mm-hmm. just in case. Like I had all- You're ready to go. I was ready to go. I was ready to dad. Well, I wanted to bring this up. This is very important about these lollipops. Not about you stealing. I'm fine with you stealing I'm talking the about lollipops. the flavors. I know you're going to talk about them. Yeah, Because you were flavors. interested in the flavor that yeah, I stole. He, he stole pineapple and root beer. And I was like, yeah. if you're going to steal a lollipop, we're get talking, the blue raspberry. We're talking- what? Well, yeah. Get the blue yes. raspberry dum dum. What kind? What? The blueberry, like the blue, blue raspberry is for like a Tootsie Pop. You don't want that in a dum dum. In a dum dum, you want the root beer <laughs> or pineapple. I'm not saying I'm not for root beer. Like, actually, I don't think I've ever a had root beer. Root beer. Do you still have it in your pocket? Because I feel like I need to I taste think it. It is in the compartment in our car door. Okay. And I will get that for you. Should I go get it now? I feel like I'm going to go get it now. It. Okay. You talk for a second. Okay. Eric's going to go get this dum dum. And here's the thing is I wanted to talk. Well, I don't know if I should pause this conversation because I do want Eric to be a part of this conversation. So I'm going to wait a second. Okay. Eric has brought in the two lollipops that he stole from her doctor's office and it is pineapple and root beer. I want to taste the root beer because I've never had, I don't think I've had root beer, but I'm very excited about it. I'm a fan of root beer, but here's what I wanted to talk to you about. Let me tell you this. I was just going to Google Dum Dum, the company, how they came up with that name. I'm very curious. I I am too, but like, I want to get this thought out before it disappears because I really want to talk to you about this. Have you ever thought about how the flavors of like lollipops, Jolly Ranchers, like candy flavored things never like taste like the thing they are, but you like, okay, if I were to put a banana flavored candy in your mouth, you'd be like, that's banana, but it doesn't taste like a banana at all. But or it's like, banana flavor. But it's banana but it's like flavored what candy. been conditioned like to know as watermelon. A watermelon oh. candy is always the best candy, but it tastes nothing like a watermelon. Is there any candy that has the name of a fruit or something that it's supposed to taste like, quote unquote, that I'm actually sh- tastes oh, like the thing? Of course there are. Of course there are. I can't, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Right, because they're like wildly different. It's not like a little bit. Like the banana-, banana candy is, first of all, the most disgusting flavor. 
candy flavor, banana candy flavor. What were those like banana like uh, candy tarts that are actually shaped and, and look you get like them in bananas? the quarter machines at like the grocery store? Yeah, uh, those didn't taste like bananas, but they no. tasted like a flavor that, that we I know knew as banana. Been conditioned to know as Isn't banana. Is that weird when you think about it? Like our brains know two different flavors Man, as banana. You just found a glitch in the matrix, dude. Isn't that kind of weird to think about? Kind of messes with your mind a little bit. So um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you were to ask me, like, my favorite flavor of like a certain candy, like, I I think cherry flavor is usually gross and tastes like cough syrup to me. But I love cherries. I think cherries are delicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, think like, uh, uh no, no, um, medication should ever be cherry flavored. A lot of like I know that they ones all are, yeah. are, but I but I would never choose that for myself. No, if mm-hmm. given the option of any other flavor, I would go mm-hmm. against cherry. You know what flavor does? Oh wait, I almost just said something really stupid. Shocking. <laughs> Maybe I should say it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say, you know what flavor they actually did well is bubblegum like when you go to the dentist and you choose bubblegum flavor for like the toothpaste it ah, tastes like bubblegum yeah it tastes like bubblegum but bubblegum is that like kind of technically a candy like it's already an artificial flavor so like that's not hard to recreate in something else it's not like a fruit you're trying to recreate the flavor of so like that one makes kind of sense that like well, it's easy to recreate is there a bubblegum that is advertised as bubblegum flavor yeah or has the bubblegum flavor been invented by dentists no no absolutely what not bubblegum is just like this is bubblegum like but that's bubblegum like bubble chew or what's it called bubblegum <laughs> the one that's like a kind of like a, a circular yeah looks like I, a, a little bale of hay rock pink yeah. rock oh and it's, and it's so like paper hard. and you like unveil I know exactly it what you're talking about and you can only chew on it is for that like, bubble yum mm, i don't remember oh who cares Welcome, they're not paying us <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway you look up dum-dums i'm gonna taste the pineapple should I, we have no like, no 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 what? all this talk about root beer you gotta try the I'm root beer man both. okay are you gonna taste them i don't know it's there's a there's a, a rule with me in sharing foods or, or liquids <laughs> with the person i understand this but like the size of the candy is relevant to if i can share it. it's like too small for me to share i feel but you put your tongue in my mouth you can't put your your tongue on the same lollipop as me what if i only look once we're married you've seen me give birth i will share (laughs) utensils and food with you and and beverages but the idea of like a small sucky candy like i don't think sharing that is appropriate what if i lick it Flynn, by the way, one of my favorite things that Flynn does is licks a lollipop. The way he licks lollipops is like a lizard. Like it's like a, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, well, then you do the pineapple. Well, you like the root beer. I wouldn't want you to do it after me either. Is the thing. It's not. Yeah, you know what? I would. It's it's almost like it'd be worse if I did it and then you did it. For you know me. what though? Like I actually feel the same way. I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like your lollipop. But like I just went on that rant, so now I feel like a hypocrite. But I kind of understand now because the thought of like you sucking on a person and giving like, me, I'm kind of like, I feel like I Larry David. I'm like, mm, no. So I'm just eating these alone. That's yes, fine. Yeah, okay. I've tasted them. I chose them because yeah. I liked them both. <gasps> so what's the truth here? Because you told me you grabbed these two and they're just the two that you grabbed when you stole them. Because I made fun of these flavors at the doctor's office. I was I like, pineapple a, and root beer. I took a second. I took a one? second. So you yeah. did personally choose these. Okay, I'm going to taste the pineapple. 
Okay. That tastes like nail polish, first of all. The pineapple does? Yeah, I don't taste pineapple. I'm just looking up the company is what I'm doing. I don't taste pineapple at all. There's a tiny, there's a tiny bit of the fruit pineapple in there, but it's not very strong. So I don't think I've ever had the pineapple one. I usually only with dum-dums get like the blue one. Like I just like the blue one a lot. Here's the root beer. I don't think you can buy a specific flavor. I'm like, saying that's already, the one I pick. Like if there's like, okay, yeah. if there's like a bunch of them, I Root grab beer. the blue Let's one. go. Okay. You have to get saliva on it before you can taste it. Oh, see, this is why I don't want to, I don't want it back. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Is root beer. That's what I'm saying. Literally is just plain root beer. But like, I just want to, I want to drink it and swallow it. So I'm like kind of sad that it's like a lollipop. It's, you want more? Yeah. Like, I think it's the best dumb dumb. It's really good. But I do like, I'm sad I'm not drinking it. I'm like sad. I just have to like kind of lick a but hard it's accurate. Rock. It's now very I'm accurate. so jealous that you get it. Why don't you go rinse it off in the sink? Go rinse it off. In oh, the sink. that's an acceptable thing do to that. do. But no, then now I feel weird about doing that. Why? I'm not like against your spit. I just like dip it in your when your whiskey. Oh, OK. Yeah, Stir it in your whiskey. <laughs> so you're fine with my saliva being in your whiskey that you're certainly going to finish. <laughs> Oh man, it's just how is it with classic. whiskey on it? I am, I am right now. I am, I am seven years old. How is it with on whiskey on it though? For real, it's amazing. On the boardwalk, I don't know where would you eat these things. What? Where's a boardwalk? And what? Wait, what boardwalk? Do you know what a boardwalk is? Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought is that of it not as like, something they have on the. Well, uh, I thought of it as like a pier or something. Like, a, is that not something they have on the west coast? We have piers and yeah, but so there's there would be like the um. The beach, yes. Yes. And there would be piers, but like when you come in from the pier, there would be a boardwalk along oh, the beach. On that. Yeah, we've been on that. And in Connecticut together. Not really, no. Oh. There's not really like, I mean, it would be like a boardwalk with like businesses. Boardwalk like like Atlantic City, like Ocean yeah, City. Yeah, that's what I thought of Ocean it City, as. Maryland is the one that like I'm most familiar with. Yeah, like with. buy a bunch of piers and stuff. And you like walk, you can look at the ocean, Coney see the Island, sand, like, like yeah. across the street from, but it's you're very, like, very East Coast. I, yeah, I can't really think of any boardwalks that I've ever been to or know of on the West Coast. Yeah, I guess that's true. Not that I'm looking for them. I don't know. Uh, Dum Dums originated from the Akron Candy Company in Bellevue, Ohio in 1924. Hmm. Um, and a sales manager there came up with the name Dum Dum for their lollipops, thinking it was a phrase that any child could say. That's true. So they were marketing. To very little kids. To little kids who could just go Dum Dum. Yeah. Dum Dum. Okay. So it's not like calling you a Dum Dum. I always thought it was, which I was fine with. Um, you know who's not a Dum Dum love? Stitch Fix. Oh. <laughs> who is our next sponsor? I'm so excited. We love Stitch Fix over here. My at personal Relax, the stylist. Yeah, Eric loves his personal stylist. As you guys know, when you watch the show, Eric is a fashionista and he, he loves to always look. This lollipop is so good. <laughs> he always loves to look his best, which is why he loves Stitch Fix um, because he has his own personal stylist. And I love Stitch Fix because I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear because I'm not a good fashionista. So to not have to even think about it and let someone else do the work for me is like yeah. dreams come true. To not true. have to go shopping. Yeah. Shopping for new clothes can be needlessly stressful. So why not let Stitch Fix make it easy? By doing the work for you so you can spend time doing the things you love instead, like eating root beer lollipops. You could be shopping for clothes right now, but instead, 
enjoying some Just root stirring beer? my whiskey with a root beer lollipop. Hello. Amazing. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns, and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required, so you can try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep, and there are no hidden fees ever. Hello. And do you guys know how much, I always say this, but it's like always blows my mind. I will never not be over this. Stylists are so freaking expensive. Never, guys. I never had like, an, like a, a proper style, like a real I've one. I've had one before, and they're outrageously expensive. Well, do you get to keep the clothes that they style you? Maybe some people do, but I've never gotten to keep them. Like for like an event or something? I've, like whenever I've had a stylist, I don't get to keep the clothes. But the styling fee is so expensive. I'm like, how am I not getting to keep these clothes? This is crazy. I think one time I got to keep the shoes I was wearing. So I think it just depends, but I don't know, but $20 and then it goes credited towards the clothes you keep, which is amazing. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and they're available in the U.K. as well. We love Stitch Fix. It's so easy. Like I said, if you don't like something, you just put it in a prepaid envelope and ship it right on back. Yeah, it's super easy. So easy. So if you guys want to try it out, get started today at stitchfix.com slash relax and you'll get 25 percent off when you keep everything in your fix that's stitchfix.com slash relax for 25 percent off when you keep everything in your fix stitchfix.com slash relax did you have something i do have something oh well first we got to do a bump check oh sorry it's we haven't done a bump check yet bump check A bump check is when Colleen stands up during Relax, the podcast, and shows off her bump while Eric tries to describe it for the listeners. It's not an easy thing to do. Whoa! She came in like a wrecking ball. Whoa! (laughs) Miley Cyrus is riding on... You flash mobbed me. I've never been flash mobbed. But I feel like that's uh, the feeling I would have if someone did coordinate a flash mob for me. Uh, the belly is large and in charge. She is, if you've ever unevenly cut an avocado, she is the lesser side of the avocado with the seed in it. Mm. Just protruding out aggressively. Mm. How in the world Yeah. do you keep your balance? I don't. You saw me trip today. <laughs> Um, there's the bump check for you. I am officially the week you guys are hearing this. I am 22 weeks pregnant with twins and I am miserable, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it is temporary. <laughs> <laughs> it's temporary guys. I just, I, just, I have, what? There's, it's funny. Like the ads in this podcast. I just thought, I just thought it'd be funny if like the bump check was a weekly thing, but that was sponsored by one specific sponsor. <laughs> and like, bump I would have check, to say, sponsored by here's your, Valvoline oil change bump check. Uh, mm. I thought that'd be funny. We're not sponsored by them. What's that? Well, if they're looking to Valvoline, yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a it's just cream. what po- it's just what popped into my. What? Is that a real place, Valvoline? That's where you get your oil. Do you ever have you ever gotten an oil change for a car? I have, but I've never heard of Valvoline. That sounds like all right. They're not. They're not like a cream as of for yet like paying parts. us. So sounds like a cream I should be using for pains I'm having. <laughs> oh well. Okay, <laughs> I have a surprise for you, Lovey. Sure. What? Okay. What? 
I'm not the only one learning how to showing off my spelling, my spelling skills today. Because oh, now because you had time during the break to look up <laughs> words that I can't spell. They're not that hard, but I was thinking I'm going to, uh, I'm going to no. do, you're going to do a spelling bee right now of the things you love. I'm very, oh no, really? <laughs> well, I was I'm nice. I'm very horrible I was nice. Spelling. I didn't put diarrhea. <laughs> These are easier ones too. I know, but I'm, I'm bad, especially like <laughs> pressure situation. I'm, especially since the invention of like a autocorrect or oh, whatever. Yeah, we're like, screwed. Because that's always existed. These aren't too bad. Microsoft Word. These aren't too bad. Okay. So things Eric loves. Don't worry. I'm not putting diarrhea or flatulence because those aren't things I love. They're just things I'm dealing with. I know I'm not going to. I just know that already that I'm not going to spell whatever you're going to throw at me here. I'm not going to spell a single one. The first thing Eric Stockland. I'm a college graduate, I should say. Is succulent. You love a succulent. S-U-C-C-E-L-E-N-T. What did I say? S-U-C-C-U. <laughs> you said E. S-U-C-C-U-L-E-N-T. I don't know if that counts, Lovey. You spelled it wrong. I know. I, what's okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm if I was writing it, I would get a chance That's to. That's what I kept saying. Doesn't Isn't it hard to do like just in your brain parts? I just knew I knew that one, so I was trying to fire it off. Yeah, okay. I got it right. This one might be tricky for you because you love this. You do love <clears> this. <throat> However, you might not be able to spell it because you do pronounce it incorrectly. It is. Espresso. E-X. E-S-S-P-R-E-S-S-O. What did I do wrong? Too many S's? <laughs> Too many S's. <laughs> it is E-S-P-R-E. That's what I said. You said E-S-S. S espresso. Yes. I do say espresso, and no one has ever corrected me on it my whole life. You say espresso, yeah. Yeah, espresso with an X. Yeah, I think most people say espresso, to be honest. I find it strange when I hear espresso. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, are they okay? You know, I saw someone bring up the other day. You know how, okay, people say nuclear instead of nuclear. Like it's spelled nuclear, so you shouldn't say yeah. nuclear. I've never said nuclear. Right. Well, then why do we say, how do you say the word comfortable? Comfort, comfortable. <laughs> you do not say comfort table. Comfortable. Comfortable. Everyone says comfortable, but it's spelled Comfy. comfortable. Com- Comfort table. Anyway, not important. So people, I'm sure people listening to this, how we're talking, think this is. No one listens to this. Lovely. Like, <laughs> think this is like we're like stoned out of our minds. Oh, but absolutely we're like the not. least stoned people. But like the way we're talking about lolly, uh, lollipops. Yeah, they're lollipops. <laughs> not insecure about that. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have, I always confuse popsicles and lollipops huh. when I'm talking to Flynn. Would you like a oh, popsicle yeah, I or level? I always confuse them. Hmm. Well, anyway, next one. It's one of my insecurities. <laughs> what else? Another thing Eric Stockton loves and is about to spell for you is Birkenstocks. I do. I do? You what? Love Birkenstocks. What did I leave? Leave one? Well, you just always somewhere? wear Birkenstocks. I feel like Birkenstocks is like your thing. B i r k e n s t o c k. See, it wasn't too. See, these are it's easy. It's got a stock in it, like yeah, no, Stockland. This one's very easy. Why wouldn't I wear them? This one's very easy because I like. I feel like I didn't have any like hard ones because I couldn't think of things that you actually love because I wasn't gonna be a turd. You don't love flatulence. I I do love flatulence, mm-hmm. but you already <laughs> took all the good ones. I like this episode. I don't know why you're talking about <laughs> it. I didn't say anything <laughs> negative about it. Um, this one's really easy. I'd be shocked if you don't know how to spell this one. 
because we use this word, read this word 800 times a day. Okay. Excavator. E X C A V. <laughs> There's like, I know one of these A's is going to be an E. Okay. E X C A V A T O R E R. What's your final Funny, answer? E R. It's O R. Is it? It's O R. Excavator. It's excavator. Well, this is that's a hard one because the way our son pronounces pronounces it is excavator. Excavator. That's true. Like someone caught you excavating. Yeah. Lovey. What? <laughs> <laughs> the final one. I only had five for you because I just came up with them pretty quickly. This one you do love. This is one of Eric's favorite things. <laughs> This is so stressful to me. I know. To spell I, I things know. It's awful. Publicly. Charcuterie board. Ah. <laughs> I could not do this one. Not a chance. Charcuterie board. C-H-A. Wait, use it in a sentence. Charcuterie board. Timothy Charcuterie was nominated for an Oscar for <laughs> That's that funny. movie. Um, charcuterie board is yummy. With cheese and there you meats. Go. Uh C H A U C H A U R C E U T I R Y. Why? Yeah. Okay. Chicotree. Okay. Yep. Board. B O A R D. You were I get the board part right. Board was right. Uh-huh. Charcuterie was not even close. <laughs> spell it. Spell it. It's really hard. I can never I do want this. To you want to try it again? I do not. Okay. C-H-A-R-C-U-T-E-R-I-E. Yeah, that makes sense. You added quite a few more vowels. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw them all in there hoping one would well, stick. Well, that's what a charcuterie board should be. You know what I mean? Just throw it all on there. You know, I never appreciated a good chute board. Until we're talking shoots, <laughs> we're talking are we going shoots. into our weekly segment talking shoots? <laughs> I never was into shoot boards until you, because Eric taught me the beauty of cheese with like with honey, a sweet, with yeah, with like a sweet mm-hmm. with fig jam. I've never been a huge cheese person. A carb with a cheese with a sweet. Yeah, like yeah. to me, cheese. When I was thirteen, my AIM name was cheese is gross with a Z. And I didn't like cheese. I thought it was disgusting. My only cheese How? experience was like the yeah. American floppy cheese and the really thin, weird plastic. And so that's all you knew of cheese. Yeah, pretty much. I like didn't really understand that cheese could be delicious. Okay. I would take cheese off my pizza. So I would just eat bread with just the marinara sauce on it up until college. I'm not kidding. Well, to be to be fair, I don't think my experience with cheese growing up was any. I'd never had fancy cheese in my life. Yeah, of course not. No, me neither. Like until after college. Right. Yeah. And then once I did, I was like, okay, this is good. Yeah. I I remember I went to a wine tasting with some girlfriends and we, it was a wine slash cheese thing. And I was like, ugh, the cheese. So I didn't even understand like like, this cheese until I was over 21. Why is it not very thin and and wrapped in plastic? This cheese is kind of (laughs) weird, you know, Mm -hmm. but like 
eating the cheese and then like tasting it with the correct wine pairings. I was like, I don't know anything about wine. I don't drink. I don't know. As far as wine pairings go, I have no idea. I don't get it at all. But it, but it works. But have you been to a wine pairing where you like taste something, then taste the wine? You're like, wait a second. My mind is exploding with delicious flavors. I'm so happy. It's a strange sense that we have taste that like, Mm -hmm. it's not, you kind of just go with the norms or things that you just think taste good. It's not something that you like explore. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at um, me. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that whiskey dum dum is hitting you. Um, but for real, like I, I was zero. I thought charcuterie boards were insane. Like I was like, who just wants to eat like gross tiny slices of cheese off a piece of wood? Like not interesting to me. That is not an appetizer. That's not food. I don't want it. And Eric introduced me. He's like, have you ever tried it with like? And he like you like had made a cheese board, and he made me try like a cracker. Or like a crostini, usually. Uh, yeah. He loves a crostini on there with some yummy cheese and then with some like fig jam, which is so delicious. Yeah, or honey. Or honey. Or good, yeah. And I was like, what? It mm. blew my mind. It's so good. Like outrageously delicious. One of my favorite things that he makes for me is like, he'll just like take a loaf of bread and cut like little slices and make a little crostini like pieces, like slices. Toast, if you will. She likes a goat. And he puts goat cheese on there and then like... Uh, like there's like a jalapeno fig jam, like a spicy sweet with mm-hmm. a creamy goat cheese on a buttered crusty. Get out of town. It's delicious. Are we hungry? I'm starving. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> We're going to go. This has been a fun episode of I Chaos. think so. Um, thanks for listening and joining our date night. We love doing the podcast because we just get to chat and sit and hang out and Sometimes people listen to it, I guess. So if you're listening, thank you to all our mm. listeners. Thanks to Chris, our editor and family member. Giving a speech? Yeah, I'm... <laughs> accepting I'm, an award. <laughs> accepting an award. Thanks to TJ, our producer, and my right-hand man. And thanks to... My, I love you. My parents. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> uh, like, thanks right. to Flynn and my amazing husband for supporting me. I love you, dum-dum. <laughs> I love you, dum-dum. We're leaving. (laughs) Goodbye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast.